All right. What's up, YouTube? What's up, uh, Spotify, iTunes, uh, Amazon, Stitcher, Google Podcast? My Zoom's right there, so you can't see it, I don't think. But you can see me now, so that's cool. And I know I said in the last episode I was going to do video, but this episode, this is where it's going to happen. This is what it's going to do. This is how it's going to be now. Boo! <laughs> um... <laughs> Anyways, um, speaking of foos, we're going to talk about Cholos and uh, the origin of it and uh, what it, where it origin. oh, I already said that, the origin of it, um, <laughs> where the word Cholo actually comes from, so different from the culture, the Cholo culture, and then also Mexico and Japan's Cholo culture, that that'll be interesting um and it's actually actually really cool the way that uh, japan embraces cholo culture but in the meantime let's look and dive into what it means to be a cholo bro um so (laughs) fuck man (laughs) yeah cholo so there's this word in Nawa, which is the uh, language of the Aztecs. Um, hold on, I want to check something really quick. <laughs> okay, I just I had to double check that I was recording. Um, I wasn't sure because I already had the fucking accident with my Zoom. I wasn't recording on it. Anyways, so there's this word in Nawa which is the language of the Aztecs. I'm sure I'm saying it wrong or just terribly incorrect. Um, But Nahua uh, is the dialect of the Aztecs, so to speak. Um, And so there's this word, Xoloquinitzli, which is the name of a native dog breed in Mexico. It's uh, this hairless grayish black dog that's uh pretty pretty decent sized and uh but it helps guide the souls in the afterlife and so um yeah that's the really cool part about Sholo Queen Eatsley but then it gets shortened to Sholo so this of course is covering what um the cholo culture in america so there's a whole other interpretation of this but this is uh the for the american cholo culture that we have uh this is that interpretation so um the uh the word cholo queen Eatsley was shortened to cholo when the Spaniards came into Mexico, you know, because they wanted the spices and the gold and the 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 the, the, the cocoa leaves. Um, <laughs> so, not so much the cocoa leaves, but mostly you know sh- uh, sugar spices and everything nicest. Um, so the uh, fucking European Spaniards came in and were like sap foods, and they're like. Yeah. Or, well, they wouldn't have said yeah, but <laughs> they're like, what? And then the Spaniards are like, mira, mijos, <laughs> we're going to take your gold, 
maybe bag a few of your women and then uh we're gonna take some spices some fabrics and shit like that and we're gonna dip and uh we're gonna just leave you with some irreparable damages both socially economically and uh mentally too so uh yeah what's up with you fool the aztecs were like fuck you bro and so then spaniards were like go ahead try it i got armor on and so then the aztecs you know they did they fight a they fought a pretty fucking gnarly battle against the spaniards they had no idea what fucking hit them that's for sure and uh but we still ended up being conquered at least that's what they make you that's what they want you to think (laughs) um so anyways when the spaniards were in and uh they were developing their class system amongst the mexicans at this point the uh the spaniards would refer to the indigenous people which were at the bottom unfortunately and uh they would refer to them as sholo and uh which is basically another way of just calling someone a dog so that's why it's kind of disrespectful to call someone a cholo if you're in mexico <laughs> um you're welcome and uh um that's why it's disrespectful to kind of call someone who's mexican in mexico a cholo but it's also disrespectful to call someone a cholo here in america who's mexican or of mexican descent it's just it's rude for one because it's like you're not gonna go down the street and call some black guy a thug like hey yo you look like a thug bro they're probably gonna smack you upside the melon okay and uh, if you said that to a cholo, they'd be like, I don't even know you that way. I say, what you call me a cholo for? Like, bro, I just wear this because I'm in protest for my people, man. And then, you know, and then then and then, and then, and then you get white people that are just like, ah, we have to all just be politically correct. And it's like, yes, we do. But you also got to understand the context of what you're saying and the words that you're using because that's important and also intention. Um, in most cases, when you call someone a cholo, your intention is to uh, call them a gangster. I don't know. They look like a cholo. But what does it mean to be cholo, bro? It means uh love respect family forever and eternity shit like that bro um and and uh workers rights so uh cholo culture was birthed out of uh the the mexican american movements in the 60s and 70s and after the pachucos and the zoot suit riots sons and daughters of them fuckers man they came along they're like what's up essay and they had their brown a very important color a brown um uh flannels and they had their black bandanas and then it eventually turned into you know rep repping the fucking set and shit like that and uh the dickies the dickies is indicative of cholo culture (laughs) i have dickies on uh underneath but it's like it's comfy i like dickies i don't know it's it's not just like because i'm mexican i bought it it's because like i needed work clothes they're cheap 
I'm not going to go out and spend fucking $50 on a fucking Carhartt, dude. Fuck, man. That's ridiculous. I could just get some dickies, you know, some overall. I got some overalls. So when I'm working on cars, I can wear them. Um, but I got this shirt. I got a blue one. I got some pants. I'm not wearing them right now because they're, they're dirty. You know, I wear them for work, bro. They're comfy. They're affordable. They're nice. And um, anyways... The the, sh- the the baggy pants, the tall white socks, the Nike Cortez, man, that was the look of the century uh, for Cholos. And uh, it still is. It's still, it's still very much so, uh, you know, the way of the Cholo. Baggy shirt, baggy pants, baggy shorts, um, tall white socks, you know, Coke white Cortezes or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but... That's that's the short form of where Cholo culture came from. Now, moving to Mexico, there is a Cholo culture in Mexico. But the thing about Mexico is they're so Catholic. They're super, you know, proper, prim and proper. I speak Espanol, but I don't speak it a stupido like this. I don't speak Espanol like a stupido Espanol. Um, and, uh, and it's very, it's very, it's very, uh, how how do you say, um, like proper, it's just in Mexico, their, uh, respect, they, it seems disrespectful. It's not, it doesn't really fall in line with their, uh, ideals in Mexico being a cholo because like America, the Mexicans associate cholos with gangsters and gang violence. And it's like, yeah, it is hard to disassociate it. But that's also the narrative that media likes to portray us as is gangsters, drug dealers and killers. But like it's that's not the case, fool. That's not the case. Um, I'm sure you're wondering, like, why am I holding the mic here or here or whatever? I move it around a lot. Um, it's an advanced technique. <laughs> um, and I don't have a, a, a preamp. I just have a Zoom. But anyways, um, Cholo culture in Mexico is uh, it's pretty big. It's actually it's a lot bigger than you would think. But it's mostly because of the deportees. The people that were deported from America, sent back to Mexico. And so they're actually trying to raise awareness. And uh, it's every last Sunday, the cholos, the fucking beans, they get on their bikes and uh, they ride. They ride to the capital, uh, capital city, Mexico, man, what's up, huelga, viva la vida, you know, I don't Um, (laughs) And... uh, (laughs) The uh, they they ride on their custom uh, lowrider bikes. It's pretty. It's pretty fucking cool. It makes me want to get a fucking lowrider pedal bike so I can scare all the white people on Main Street, fucking of my hometown. <laughs> um, and they'd be like, "Oh shit!" I'm like, "Fuck, man, Jerry, where's your gun? There's a cholo on the road." That's what they would be saying. Keep your gun close. There's a cholo. Of course, I don't look anything like a cholo, but to any white lady with a fucking attitude, 
some fucking Karen is going to look at me and go, oh, shit, bro, are you illegal? And I'm be like, fuck you, no. <laughs> I was born here in California, mija. Um, <laughs> and uh, anyways, in Mexico, it's every last Sunday of the uh, month, and they they just go and they ride. And they raise awareness that they're not drug dealers, they're not killers, and they're not gangsters. And uh, I think it's pretty cool. They they get all dressed up, and they just hang out in the capital all day, and they just talk to the locals. But, of course, the locals, they give them dirty looks. They're just like, puto madre, you know, like, look at you, you dirty motherfucker. You should be ashamed of yourself, you know, shit like that is... Mexicans being Mexicans, <laughs> not so different from Americans sometimes. Um, and uh, <laughs> the and uh, and these cholos, they like to they like to be out there and they like to show these people like, hey, no, we're not gangsters, but this is a part of our our, our <laughs> this is a part of our identity, and this is how we dress. Like we're not gangsters, drug dealers, or killers. Like, look, fool, let me set you straight here a minute, okay? I work at the local cannery, okay? I make the same amount of pesos as you, but the difference here is I look good doing it, bro. <laughs> Nobody messes with me either, so if I'm your manager, you're going to be the first to go. <laughs> of course, they'd be saying that in Spanish. I can't speak Spanish right now, but um, <laughs> they, uh, they're, they're really frowned upon in, in Mexico, in America, there's just nowhere that a cholo is accepted. But wait, I mentioned earlier that in the beginning of this episode, there was one place. One place you would never think to have a cholo subculture. One place that is so fucking far away, you wouldn't think it has a cholo subculture. <laughs> This place is none other than Pinche Japón. <laughs> it's fucking Japan. <laughs> the fucking Japanese, man. They, <laughs> they have a cholo subculture in Japan. In Japan. It it started in Nagoya, Japan, and then it just blossomed from there like a fucking cherry tree. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's fucking rad, dude. It's actually super cool. There's a uh, the godfather of cholo culture in Japan, the godfather of Japanese cholos, and uh, then you have this artist in Osaka japan and uh this uh merchant and then you also have this uh female singer so we're gonna cover all four of them uh but i still don't know the name of the first one but this guy um so what happened was a couple people a few mechanics from japan came over to the states they hung out in los angeles and they're like I really like this place, man. And uh, 
I can't do a Japanese accent, nor would I, because I feel like there's some listeners that would try to cancel me for it. And also, I'm just not gonna, I'm not gonna fucking try it. I'd look stupid doing it. Um, anyways, <laughs> the, uh, these Japanese mechanics, they came over to Los Angeles. They saw the car scene down south, and they saw the lowriders going around the street, and they're like, damn, bro, that's fucking cool, man. So then when they went back, they also took some magazines with them, some automotive, you know, style magazines and shit like that with popular motor trend kind of shit. Um, and... And so then some journal, some automotive journalists brought more of that material over. And so this this guy in Japan, he was he was all over it, like fucking white on rice and um, <laughs> like moths on light. You know, it's just <sighs> like flies on shit, man. They're just all over it like ice on cream, you know, <laughs> um, and and they just, they just, they gobbled it all up, dude. They just, they ate up that cholo shit. Fucking guy dresses like a cholo now, but he, and he's got the mustache. He's got the goatee down, going down this way, you know, really long mustache. He's got the hat, fucking Dodgers hat. And he's got the blacked out shades, dude. The baggy shirt, the baggy short, everything, everything, everything cholo that you can think of, this guy has. And the fucking cherry on top air is his cars okay he's got low rider cars he customizes low riders he fucking has a shop full of low rider gear man anything you can think of that you might need for your fucking 64 fair lane he's got it he's fucking got it dude he's got he's got you dude you fucking your fucking uh thunderbird needs a hubcap Boy, step into my shop. I got something for you. Um, <laughs> and uh, this artist in Osaka. Okay, so this guy was in Nagoya, Japan. And that's a, a very big industrial, you know, uh, I, I don't know what you... It's it's a pretty big industrial area for Japan, so it makes sense that this mechanic has uh, his lowrider shop. He makes a lot of money off of it, dude. I think I might go move to Japan and work for this guy. Um, so, <laughs> uh, Nagoya, Japan. Now we're gonna move. I don't know. I don't know the geography of Japan, so I'm gonna assume we're moving a little bit to the right. And we're gonna head into Osaka, Japan. Um, let me know. Let me know the the geography of Japan. Like, where's Tokyo and all of this? Um, so, uh, Osaka, Japan. There's an artist here, and then there's this uh, merchant. So we'll start with the merchant because uh, that's pretty quick. He he travels to L.A. like every very so every so often. But just enough to keep his store in stock because he's got a fucking shop called La Puerta. <laughs> he's got a fucking shop called La Puerta. And he is selling his shit like hot cakes, man. It's just out the door. He's booming. He's making tons of money. 
And then, you know, of course, what comes to mind is cultural appropriation, but just stick with me here, okay? I'm I back these guys up 100%. So does my um my reflexes or whatever. My gastral intestine, my gastral intestinal gases. <laughs> um <laughs> I don't know if I said that right. Um, I don't even know if that's the right area where a burp comes from. Anyways, um, uh, La Puerta sells Dodgers gear, Raiders gear, the fucking dramatic ass t-shirts that are in extra, extra large. And, uh, you know, you just slap it on some fucking four foot eight homie and they're just cholo it out, man. Um, <laughs> The fucking guy buys shoes, the fucking Dickies apparel. He got he's got it all, man. Sponsor this podcast, by the way, Dickies. I would like one of those. That'd be pretty nice. Anyways, um <laughs> so this guy just peddles all this shit and he makes a lot of money, but he also dresses like a cholo, but he also understands where this this look came from he's like oh yeah i know i know the struggle of the cholos man and uh, he understands it and that's that's the best part the next guy is uh, an artist who likes to draw up cholos and like cholo imagery but what i really like about this artist is that he draws them up in uh in in family oriented uh settings so instead of portraying them as just drug dealers gangsters killers and fucking stoners or fucking lazy fox you know he just he draws them together all smiling like yeah what's up this is my family like respect me you respect us all shit like that that's how he draws them and that's what he his goal is is to not um he doesn't want Japan's image of cholos to be tainted uh, the way that it is in America and Mexico because that's all we associate them with. And when I look at this image that this guy draws and his intention is to disassociate with gangs and fucking drugs, I'm just like, my mind's blown because I'm like, hold on a second. what do you, You're trying to tell me that this motherfucking bean right here with the bandana on and his hair slicked all the way back doesn't sell weed who's my fucking plug gonna be then what <laughs> just kidding i don't smoke weed um <laughs> uh and uh yeah i i i love i love it i love the way that japan is like adopting cholo culture and uh, there's also a female mechanic. She's got a dope-ass bug, dude. It's fucking slammed. It's got a raccoon tail on it. And one of the interviewers is takes a ride with her. And her fucking... She's got the fucking Virgin Mary in her in her rear um, rearview mirror hanging there. And the fucking interviewer is like, Oh, you... Is are you uh, are you Catholic? And she's like, no, 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 no. I just I just like it. I like the way it looks. <laughs> oh fuck. Oh man, that would be me as a fucking Japanese. Um. <laughs> so uh, yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Um, 
All right. So I'm back. I had to step away really quick. Um, somebody came home. Now it's not later in the day. It's actually a completely different day. Um, so <laughs> I'm continuing the Cholo Culture in Japan podcast from like uh, a week ago or so. And uh, now I'm continuing it. Uh, nobody's home. My recording did get ruined by my sister. So, you know what? That's her fault. You can all blame her for it. <sighs> sister and my mom, you know, as soon as they got here, I was like, what are you guys doing here? <laughs> um, <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, hopefully, Jesus Christ. So, uh, here we go. Okay. So, yeah. Anyways, back to Japanese people appreciating cholo culture, man. It's really dope. And uh, I already talked about the mechanics, the artists, the uh, godfather of it. And then there's like one other major player in this. And it's uh, this female artist. And she incorporates Japanese with Spanish. And it's just like, what the fuck? She's like the last person in her group to still dress as a chola. And it's pretty silly. But it's it's still like you would never guess that they're Japanese when you look at them. You know, like you got the guys, the girls, they're all dressing like cholos, cholas. They got the fucking baggy ass clothes. They even have a fucking burrito spot in Japan. And it looks like a little tiny cutout of L.A. and everything. You fucking... <laughs> They pull up in their lowriders and they fucking eat burritos, man. It's ridiculous. You know, you just, you, you would never be able to tell. And it's like, it's like this joke that I've, I've written a long time ago. Like as a Mexican, I feel like I walk a fine line between whites and blacks and Asians are holding the line. Like, uh, don't worry about it. We'll take care of the math, you know? And, um, <laughs> and, and it's, I base that off of the fact that Mexicans can look like Asians. I got called Chinese a lot in middle school. And uh, there's Afro-Latin peoples. And then there's fucking white-ass Mexicans that look white. They speak better Spanish than I do. And I'm brown and I got a fucking mustache that looks pretty fucking weenie. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's just... It's so nice to see that the way that Japan, at least this little subculture in Japan, appreciates um, cholo culture. It's it's pretty interesting, you know, and it's really an appreciation for it rather than an appropriation. And um, there's that seller that you know sells. LA gear pretty much but you know like like I said it's it's more of an appreciation than a appropriation because oftentimes the people that were interviewed on their views of the cholo culture they're like oh yeah I totally understand it comes from fucking rioting and protests and all this shit you know it's just like Mexicans, man, we can't be tame, bro. We are 
untamable. We're fucking wild animals, man. But we're still lions, you know. Um, <laughs> you know, eres leones. We're still lions. We're fucking, we'll tear shit up. But we also look great while we're at it, I guess. <laughs> you know, lions are pretty fucking royal Mexicans, man. We'll fucking turn your world upside down. But we'll look good doing it. And we won't get fucking scratch on our clothes. We'll still look good. You know, our hair will still be in place. Shit like that, bro. We'll just be like, sass, you know, and then. Down you go. Not even a bruise on my knuckles, dude. I that didn't even hurt. Okay. Um <laughs> so with that said, man, Japan, thank you. I appreciate you. Hope you tune into my podcast here, podcast NA. Um also check out my friend uh Danetta with her uh podcast Grown Up and uh my other favorite, Co-Opples Therapy. They finally dropped our interview for the new year. So check them out, too. It's super awesome. It's hilarious. I talk about uh, my party days, and uh, <laughs> which is like one day, really. And, um, you know, just just talking, man. Just talking. And uh, just new boot goofing, <laughs> just goofing. Um, and yeah, check them out. Coopal Therapy streaming everywhere. Grown ups also streaming everywhere. Also, congrats to my friend Danetta D. What's up there, homie? Um, congrats on your uh, uh, I don't know what you would call it, but she got acquired. By a podcasting network so that's exciting big come ups you know new year new year new me who this bro um and uh yeah there's my cat budge what are you doing budge <laughs> That's, I've never heard her do that before. Budge. Come here, kitty. Budge. 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 Come here. <laughs> I don't know if you can see her. I can't tell what's going on on the on my phone, but yeah. <laughs> my cat decided to join me. Budge. Come here. Turd. Fucking turd. She always does that to me, man. What the fuck, man? Fucking Budge is chola, man. She's fucking... She doesn't fuck around. <laughs> she fuck you up, man. <laughs> fucking my cat's more cholo than me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyways, man... Thank you for tuning in. I always appreciate it. Um, shout out my Russian follower, whoever the fuck you are. And <laughs> shout out the fucking people in Germany tuning in too. What's up, fuckers? Um, Wunderbar. 
Yeah. <laughs> I like Budweiser. Um <laughs> uh, just kidding. I fucking hate beer. But I will say Modelo's pretty fucking premium, dude. That's some that's some good beer. Um Oh fuck. I don't know what I'm gonna talk about in the next episode, but you best believe it's gonna be fucking amazing. Um <laughs> and uh yeah, with that said, man, follow my Instagram at on hell Lopez and uh my Twitter and shit like that and uh email me. Let me know what's up. Uh what do you want what you want me to talk about in the next episode. Um, I don't know what that was, but yeah, send me some topics, man. I want to know what you guys want to hear. Um, or what my take on certain things. Email me at Angel Lopez at gmail.com O-N-H-E-L-L-L-O-P-E-Z at gmail.com let me know what you want to talk about you know send me some topics send me something to review I don't care um just as long as you don't send me anthrax or a virus I'm cool with you know (laughs) you email me emailing me something to talk about in the next episode I'm down um, I don't know. Fucking, you guys are the beans, man. You send me some shit. I don't know. Send me uh pictures of your lowrider. I'll, I'll rate your lowrider. <laughs> How about that? I'll rate the lowrider, dude. I'll give it a ten beans out of ten if it's cool, and then you know, I'll just give it the cholo stamp of approval if it's low enough. Um, <laughs> I think that's good. And within the next few weeks, I want to see some low riders. I want to know what kind of work you put into it. If you put your your you know your hands on that motor, I want to know. I want to know all about your your fucking pimped out ride, man. That would be dope. I'll rate it. I'll give it ten beans out of you know out of five or something. <laughs> it's ten beans out of five or the cholo stamp of approval. I think that would be sweet. So, yeah, send me some, send me your lowriders in. I'll review them. Um, I'll probably make a separate ad just to, just so people will send in their lowrider cars and I'll judge it. You know, interior, exterior. Fuck, man. I want to see the whole thing. I want to send a video too. I want to hear what it sounds like, man. And I want to know if it's going, you know, or if it's just uh, fucking, you know, that'd be fucking cool, man. Anyways, thank you for tuning in as always. Like, subscribe, uh, follow, whatever. Um, Leave a thumbs up. Uh, Five-star reviews, please. I'll appreciate you even more. And, uh, yeah, thank you for tuning in to Podcast N.A. with me, your host, Angel Lopez. See you in the next one, guys. Stay beans. Keep beaning it up. (laughs) Beaners out. (laughs) What's up, my bean? (laughs) Okay, I'm done. See you guys. Have a good night. Have a wonderful day and beautiful afternoon. Uh... And the famous words of uh, Truman, Harry Truman. I can't fucking remember.
in the Truman Show. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night, in case I don't see you later. Um, <laughs> all right. Bye, guys. Thank you for tuning in.